This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is... Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, shodan and student at Aikido of Fresno. Shodan. I, I still want to say first cue for some reason. I mean, I don't, but... Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah. I always okay. find it almost coming out of my mouth. Yeah. So... Well, we missed last week, folks. We apologize. Well, yeah. I that, think we've only, I think it's only second, second or third podcast yeah. we've ever missed. We in, do pretty uh, good, so. How many ever years? Yeah. Um, if I could have been here to, to, to do it, I would have, but it just wasn't going to work yeah. out. Not to point so. fingers, but it was completely Josh's fault. I mean, bow, bow, bow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, it wasn't and, well, there was a, uh, somebody made the decision to not just do it like you because you guys could have done it on your own. Yeah, you know? that's true. I yeah. guess we could just me and Maya yeah. staring soulfully at each other. I mean, what do you think of this? It would have been a karate chop, Maya. A very different podcast. <laughs> I I would be interested to hear what that that would be the one that I would listen to. You're like, to what see, are these two fuckers talking about when I'm not here? Happen. I don't care the ones I'm on, whatever. But anyway, so but this but I came. With a topic idea. Good, I like that. I love that. that. So, um, this was inspired by a video that I saw. You know, Mike Tyson is is uh, out and about doing stuff now. He's real active, yeah. Um, and he's always doing all these videos, different places. And, and you does know, that mean he's running out of money? Is that what quick, that means? No, I don't think so. Who knows? Who knows? But um, I mean, he's got a lot going yeah, on. Man. But he did just invest a lot in the weed thing, and I don't know if the weed thing's panning out. Oh, so yeah. I haven't heard much. Anyways, but. I'll tell you, Mike Tyson's one of those ones that I'm happy to see out there. Oh, because yeah, man. Mike Tyson's like a real ass dude. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like he, yes, very. Real. He lived yeah. a hard life. He he he. Crazy things happened to him. He got you know coerced by people. He had awesome people in his life. He had horrible people in his life. He's a real interesting dude. And so like seeing him out there, I'm like, cool. Mike Tyson's right. one of the good right. ones. You know. Um. Anyway, so it was this guy, and he was trying to get Mike Tyson. He was asking Mike Tyson like. What what what's your how do you get into like into the position to be able to you know do these kind of devastating uh, things that he does, um, and the guy was asking Mike Tyson like, hey, can you talk about how you do this thing? Mm-hmm. And Mike Tyson um, cannot talk about it, and and that's not I'm that's no fault on Mike Tyson. He just can't talk about it because he just does it. And so the guy's like, hey, tell me about your footwork, you know, footwork and how this particular move and and, uh, if you, you know, the the one it is, it's sort of he dodges and moves and moves in and it's a slip counter punch. Yeah, there you go. Uh, And um, Mike Tyson was like, I I just move my feet, you know, like the, the answer, his answer was to show the guy. He's like, I just do it. He's like here. And then he steps in and does it. And the guy was like. Um, I, the, it was just a, a weird little like interaction because the guy I think was coming at it at least from that moment and, and it changed, but, uh, from an academic standpoint of like, I, I, I'm, I want to know how, like, I want to know to think about this thing before we're going to get into it. So anyway, my idea for the podcast is either a couple ways we can co- go about it. And one is the. Uh, saying like the martial artist versus the 
player, fighter, doer, athlete, athlete sportsman, athlete, yeah, sportsman. However, we want to say that, or sports person, sports person, uh, or if we want to, um, <laughs> or we can come at it as a, a question, which is, is mar- are martial arts a an a- academic pursuit? Um, I mean, so, and all that kind of thrown out. However, we want to. Talk. I mean, I think you know, uh, and and I, I'm not saying this, and we're done. I'm saying this, and like, there's a lot to talk about. But to me, it's like, yes, absolutely, a martial artist, like a person that would call a martial artist, they are like endeavoring in a in an academic yes. process, you know. And it's like, you know, it's like kinesiology or something, right? So kinesiology is an academic endeavor. Now it has to do with the body and how to use the body, but like it is academic because. Thinking about it and how it works is what we actually want to do. And so this is very interesting to me because I think this is where we get a lot of the like weirdness that we have in martial arts and having people talk about martial arts is because I think people don't realize that. I think people don't realize that like as a martial artist, you are endeavoring on an academic pursuit and all of the whatever that that entails. Now that doesn't mean that you can't go out and do a bunch of hard stuff and like whatever, but that is not your your goal or how you're going to be able to get there. And and on the flip side, I think there's a lot of people who don't care about any of that and just want to go right. and blah, 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 but they get caught up in these weird trappings of uh, the martial arts, uh, quote unquote. I wonder if it's more confusing now than ever because... Now, what we think of as martial arts is like UFC and stuff. So, like that's what we—that's like the comp. Like if you ask people, oh, I do, you, you you tell people I do martial arts, they think, oh, you do MMA, you do Brazilian, you do compete. Like that's kind of the first thing on their mind. So I think now martial arts are becoming more synonymous with the the, the player, fighter, whatever we're calling sportsman mm-hmm, person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they think by doing martial arts, they will become the sports man mm-hmm. sports person mm-hmm. <laughs> now you've said sports person and now i can't like not say that <laughs> That's it. um so like i think that like it's it's hard to disentangle those two and like you get people coming in who want to who idolize these different people and they want to become just like them so they come they go to their nearest dojo and they go okay make me like you know insert Whoever, yeah. insert ufc fighter's name here because i don't really pay attention to ufc um so i i think that, that there's like it's just all one thing to right. people. That's you exactly know? right. Yeah. Right. And so that you have people coming to MMA with a, which essentially is a sport, like, but with a martial artist's like, um, like attitude or, or with the, with the per- perspective of a mar or that like, whatever, that process of like the martial arts process, which is like, an academic process, which is a thinking process, which is pulling apart these pieces. Um, And you will never be like, that is not the most uh, efficient way to, to go about getting the thing. If, if your idea is anything other than like uh, the, the martial art part of it. Does that make sense? Like, or anything other than doing an academic, like, endeavor. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's like, not the best way to get to the information you want in if if you just want that information. I right, right, yeah. If you're saying, like, that, like the, the whole thing of doing martial arts for you is just to, like, study martial arts, like, 
some people go to college to like they because they love archaeology and they're like i just want to study archaeology you know and there's like there's no other re like it's just about the the love of learning then like that's martial arts but if you're coming to martial this is what you're saying right like if you're coming to martial arts to get a specific skill out of it like i want to become this kind of fighter or i want to become then that's a a a separate endeavor sort of yes yes and 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 coming at it as as a martial artist isn't the most effective right or might not be the best way to to go about it i mean i think the the problem is it's just the whole field of like conflict study is so in the dark ages that it's like well if you so now because we have mma look if you want to be a great mma fighter it's really easy go to an mma gym and 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 let the coaches train you and and tell you what to do and you will become a great mma fighter because we we've been through that road now and we know how to do it same with boxing or kickboxing or whatever but like there are fields that are unknown and so the only way to go at them is to kind of go at them through the martial art field right so for example uh, like academic yeah yeah yeah, like well so but like i mean so like (laughs) like like because most of it isn't sussed out we can't say it's an academic field because i guarantee you i'm in this field it's not academic like it should it be should it be certainly it should be is it academic no it's not so it's like you know if you want to know about self-defense well fuck dude that is just a giant category and so it's like you can't just go do it because you're going to end up with some guy with like electric knives and pig blood and you're going to wrestle around his backyard, you know, and maybe you're going to learn some stuff and maybe you're not going to learn some stuff. Um, but who knows? Because no one understands the field. And so, so it's like, it's like the, the, the area of martial arts is just this big, gross area that like does include some real hardcore skill people, does include some like academic people, does include a whole bunch of like hillbillies who just want to do weird shit, does include a bunch of people who just want to sit on the couch and like say, oh, you know, if that MMA guy did it this way, he would win more matches. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. so it's just, it's just such a, a no, I see what you're saying. And, and, and if you look at something like HEMA, for example, um, you know, it's like, eh, there's only so much you can get out of that from a non-academic whatever because you're not really going to go sword fighting that's people, right that's right know? that's right and and that's why you know i think like what starts happening is that's why we get divisions of sport because it's like as the people really want to get into it and their interest becomes performance and not understanding then they make a sport out of it and then what happens is the people who are into understanding and not as into sports say that sport sucks because of these things mm-hmm. you know these things inhibit that sport from being true you know like this is why we had mma because people are like well sure boxing's cool but what if you could wrestle the boxer right, right. and then like they're like oh yeah wrestling's cool but if they hit you then you're not going to be able to wrestle them and so then mma had to come up because someone was asking so that question my my uh i think the thing that was sort of interesting to me or like the new like blah blah, blah like light bulb in my mind is this idea of um there being a confusion between what you're doing the understanding and the performance you know, so that you have people who think that they're tr- that they're coming at it from a performance angle, but they're really coming at it from a, a understanding level and vice versa. Right. You know, um, and that's what mm-hmm. I think you get a lot in like traditional martial arts um, who who are really doing it as a is that they're coming at it from an understanding perspective. I want the understanding of it. But they're expecting to get the performance, right? Of right, right, it, right, 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 right. Um, and then some on on the flip side of that, you know. I was I talking think it's probably more prevalent. 
that way. But I was talking to Maya about this the other day. This <clears throat> is kind of the conundrum you're talking about right now. Because um, so in in and this is kind of the way I've been talking about it lately. So when when you're talking about some kind of physical conflict between two people, what's happening is both people have a set of assets, right? How strong they are, how fast they are, whatever. And they also have a set of skills, how well they can apply that strength and speed um, in whatever ways. And so when two people are in competition, that's what they're doing. They're pitting those against each other. The only way to build a skill set is in the realm that it's in, right? So meaning you can't become a good scuba diver on land. Mm -hmm. You you just, you can never develop scuba diving skill, right? right? You could put on the tanks, you put on the wetsuit, you could lay on your belly and and flop around, but you're not becoming a scuba diver. Like you're, you're gaining zero scuba diving skills. Right. You cannot, you will not. Exactly right. right. And so the same is true in physical conflict. You cannot get skilled in physical conflict unless you're in physical conflict because you can't learn to apply all the assets you have unless you're actually in physical conflict. So the idea that I can academically learn stuff is never going to make me skilled. It's just never going to do it, right? Right. More knowledge and experience, but less, no skill. It's interesting to me. So in this video, for example, the like, and... It makes sense in one way because it's like uh, you have Mike Tyson there. Of course, you're going to be like, hey, how do you think about. Right. Yeah. You want to pick his brain. Um, But it just was occurred to me that like that even like that question is not necessarily. If you really want to know how to do that thing that he's doing, asking that question doesn't really help you. If you're in a, and I've dealt with people like this a lot, um, trying to get at things I wanted to get at, you can't take your approach to understanding what they they have to give you. You have to take their approach to understanding. Because look, if, if yeah. you want to learn that from Mike Tyson, you don't say, hey, Mike, how do you move your feet? And then Mike just says, you move your feet. And mm-hmm. then you go like, well, but what angles do you use? And Mike Tyson's like, what the fuck? This is not even my language. This is stupid. You say, hey, Mike, how do I do this? And Mike says, hit that bag for an hour right, like right. this. And then, okay, now do this for an hour. Okay, now do this for three days. And now do this. And then you'll learn how to do it because that's how Mike developed the skill. And it was really funny because this is what happened in the video is um, – you know, he asked the question, and then there's some back and forth, and, in you know, um, you can tell that Mike Tyson, not that he doesn't understand the question, but like you're saying, it's like they're not really talking the same language. So Mike just, just moves in and, and does it, <clears throat> and does it, and then the other guy steps in and does it just by kind of like looking and figuring it out, um, and then and then that was it, and then they start the, 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 the training, you know. Um, and so it was just interesting to me that it's like, there are a, a group of people, and I think martial arts fall into this realm, who, like, asking that question is important. Whether or not, like, because it wasn't, that wasn't going to get him any closer to what he wanted, right. if what he wanted was to know how to do this. Um, you know, he could just watch video of Mike Tyson all day right. and figure that out, or just even by having him, so that wasn't going to get him any closer. But, for whatever reason, asking the question was important and i think that's like at the heart of what martial art is compared to whatever else anyone someone else is doing is like if you are asking that question first you're doing something other you're than you're doing martial arts than, right. than just trying to gain that skill yeah if that makes sense i, I know i talked to oh sorry go ahead. no I, yeah i was just gonna agree with josh that like mm-hmm. i feel like if you're the type of person to think to to 
to go like, how is he doing that? And let me ask him how he's doing that. And if you think that like the intellectual knowledge is how you get to do something, then you're the kind of person who's cares more about how it's done than actually doing it. And like the people that are interested in doing it, and they go, like the, I need to go art, where I do the it. Art part, the martial right. art. Right. Like, you know? Yeah. I don't mean to be like, there's two types of people in the world because that's not true. But like, if you're a more like thinky type person and you want to sit and think about how to do that, then you're probably more attracted to the kinds of places where you sit and think about things mm-hmm. versus the kind of places where you they say, hit this bag for an hour. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a very different kind of person who's like, I just want to get in there and hit it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I know I told this story to Josh and probably Maya. I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but Rokas recently released a video um, where he goes to Thailand. And when he first goes there, he just does the basic Thai program, which is like, you know, they beat him with shit. Like, I mean, that's what they do. They like whip you with like pads and shit. That's what they do. They're conditioning you and they make you do a fuck ton of exercise and, and hit shit over and over and over. And that's that what they do. That kind of fun. And uh, okay. Now, if you're a doer, that sounds super fun. And Rokas was like, Rokas was like, it's kind of fun, but like, I don't feel like I'm learning anything. Right. And it's funny because it's like, well, intellectually, you couldn't say what you're doing, but I guarantee no. you're learning. Oh, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're learning to take shots that you've yeah, never yeah, taken before. Yeah, yeah. You're learning to throw shots. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're learning a ton of stuff. But then he discovered when he was there that there was this group of Westerners who were teaching from a much more intellectual perspective. And so like they – or intellectualized perspective mm-hmm. maybe I should say. Right. Like, but – but it's like they were like talking about how you slip and counter and how this works. And he said, oh, I would gravitate towards those people. And then I had the best lessons of my life, you know. And it's like watching it, it's like Rokas is a martial artist, right? right? Like right. he that's wants exactly to know right. how it works. And so that's what's appealing to him. Now, the other side didn't seem appealing to him because he's like, I'm not learning anything. But it's like I guarantee you in a year, if you did that basic Thai program, you'd be a better Thai boxer, actually a boxer, right, right. than if you did the program where they talked to you about it. But – if you wanted to say what it was you were doing, you'd be better in the program where they were explaining right. what you're doing than hitting you all day. And that's just the difference between the two, you know? It, it's funny. This, of course, made me think of Karate Kid where he's like, like, what's the point of all this cleaning? I'm not I'm not learning anything. And then he's like, well, here, let me show you what you've just learned. Right. Um, it's the story of a, a thinky kid who's getting turned into a, a doer, mm-hmm. you know, someone who like whether he likes or not because what he needs is actual skill Mm -hmm. he's going no fuck you stop asking questions i'm gonna make you do the program Mm -hmm. which i think is not probably his main mo he's a he's a thinky kid but you know it's funny because this happened to me fairly far along in my my path of studying all the shit but it was still really shocking to me so you know i learned brazilian jiu-jitsu and i built a game for myself in brazilian jiu-jitsu and then I had students and was teaching Aikido and I was like, oh, I'm going to teach them some ground stuff. <laughs> so we took like, you know, a month or something and I started teaching everybody ground stuff. And I basically just taught my game intellectually, right? Like I, I we got down on the mat and I showed them how to do sweeps and showed them how to do all this stuff. And then none of them could do anything. They couldn't do fucking anything, you know? Like, they just all sucked ass. Like, like I hadn't taught them one mount escape or something, you know? Like, and they couldn't do anything. And it, like, as I'm watching it and I'm upset about it, I was like, well, of course they can't do it because they haven't been doing, doing it. Right, right, right. Now, it would have been... they a, learned from you, but you learned by just doing a bunch of stuff. That's right. And then I intellectualized it later and said, oh, I do this thing and I do this thing and I do this thing. Right. And so, like, it's it's like it would have been better served if I wanted everyone to be functional to just spend a month wrestling. Right, not right, even right, talking. Right. Not even fucking talking. Just 
wrestling. And then I guarantee they would be better after a month right. than if I told them all the tricks I have. Right. And then after that month, if you wanted to plug stuff back in or do some other stuff, you could and, you know, whatever. But I think people also get bogged down in, not bogged down, but I think there's just like confusion sometimes because I do think that there are people who, and also I think there's a lot of martial arts that are set up in that exact way where it's like, that's what you do is you just, you just give them the intellectual stuff for the entirety of their career as a martial artist. Um, cause I know there's probably a lot of people who, if you, if they came and took that class with you, they would, they, they would go like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm learning jujitsu. Like, you know, I'm learning. And that's the you know. rub of it is if someone came to my class and, and depending on the kind of person they are, I just made them wrestle for a month. I could see them leaving going, that fucker didn't teach me anything. Right, right, <laughs> but right, then right, right. if they got jumped, they'd be like, oh shit, I kind of know how to wrestle, right, right. right? But if I sat and I just told them a bunch of fucking great realizations about how, right. how conflict happens, they'd go, I know so much. And if they got jumped, they'd get beat to fuck. Right, right. You know? This is the hard line and to that, walk. That's the Aikido thing that yes. I think a lot of people are, are like, well, does it work? Or, you know, that's like right. why people think that is because of this thing that we're talking about right here. It's the hard line to walk when we do like one-off like self-defense things where it's like we're just teaching this class for a one day and mm-hmm. it's we're only going to see these people one time is like i mean you've got it down pat now but like kind of conceptually going like do i give people time to practice these quick these skills so that they could maybe develop something they could use because they're probably not going to come back to a martial arts studio so i'm going to take this time and just give it to them like make them practice for an hour or do i talk to them intellectually and make them feel like they've learned something right. and then maybe they can use that knowledge to to hopefully actually practice something, but maybe not. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Right. This thing we're talking about, too, is also at the, I believe, what the heart of the problem with Aikido is right now, is, you know, like, there are a group of people who recognize exactly what they're saying. And so when they want to solve the problems with Aikido, they're like, well, just get down and do it then. But the problem is until you totally understand the theory, you can't understand what it is you're what doing. Do. Yeah. That's, the, that's the problem. And right? so, like, the both they both have to exist. Both of them have to exist. But, like, for one thing, one is more important than the other. You know, for, like, trying to figure out how we should go about training, that's all martial art intellectual stuff. Right. But figuring out or just, like, doing it and getting good at it, that's the other side. You and know? I think like that's the, physical that's the, doer tr- thing. the trick about Aikido is, is that we, we're not there. We're not to the point where we understand what the thing is even to do for us to go out and do it. Right. To therefore be able to show someone on the back end of right. it, hey, look at how this this all played out for us. You know, that's the problem. So all we really have is the intellectual side of it, um, and everything else is just theory at this point. Um, you know, and obviously, like for us in our school, we're sort of trying to to bridge that gap or marry the two, um, and I think we're doing a a good job. But in general, overall, I think that's the missing. Uh, component you know there's nothing on the other side of it yeah i think i mean even though like i i find myself doing this you know in our uh theory and technique class you know where like i see uh, the other student that i'm working with like you know making a little mistake or something and it's like I, I it's hard to figure out like do i stop and point that out to them and have a conversation with them about it and like you know, walk them through why they're doing what they're doing is not so great. And here's this other thing that they should do. And here's the concept behind that. And like, 
I just, there's so much information now because we like to talk about like, how does Aikido work? What's going on with it? And you know, there's lots, I, I have plenty of things rattling around in my brain that I can share with them. Like, but then that's taking their actual practicing time. Right, right. And so the thing that I've been trying to hold back in myself is like, don't say more than necessary. Like, especially if like we're doing reps and it's their turn and I'm taking their turn, their time mm -hmm. to actually practice and I'm just talking at them mm -hmm. and they're glazing over now and they've lost, you know, two minutes of practicing time, you right, know? Right, that's exactly right. So trying to like... <laughs> actually let them practice is like it's hard part of it yeah <laughs> it's hard though especially when it's we're in such an intellectual thing as it is we uh <laughs> we we just got done um teaching a self-defense seminar to a group of girl scouts and uh there was this one girl and uh, she raised her hand every time and basically what she wanted to do every time she raised her hand was explain the progression that we had just explained mm -hmm. to her like right. well first you you notice if there's someone suspicious and then you uh let them you stick your hand up and then you um tell them to stop and then you move sideways and then you, you know it's <laughs> so, a very excited eight-year-old right. yeah and so like the thing you're talking about right now Maya, is like it, it's like we all kind of want to do what she did all the time which is just like i just want to talk about it from my perspective mm -hmm. yeah. and I just so want it, to share yeah, i want to share yeah and it's hard to cut that off you know yeah yeah i mean that's what's like the constant i think realization as like a higher ranked student is it's like oh it's not about me anymore so i need to constantly be checking myself like am i making it about me right now like and yeah. if so, I need to kind of pull back and like go like, what does this person actually need? And often, usually, I feel like the answer that I find when I think about it is like, this person just needs to they practice. They just need to do this. They just need that. to do it. Yeah. And so yeah. like me talking is not letting them practice. And you know, that is seasoned though, because the, the two things, you know, right. like, like sometimes they do need to understand if they could intellectually understand it, then they'll correct their own practice right. from right. then on out. You to know, like, totally. it's always a, like a judgment call. Yeah. yeah. There is that, the, that sort of flip yeah flip side of it of wanting to make sure that um you know they're not practicing the wrong thing or they're they're practicing it in the wrong right. way and so you have to be like give them some information so hopefully they can get where they need to be so that they can actually do it because a lot of times that's the other problem where it's like they're not actually doing it. You think, you right. know, yeah. they're not, they're doing, they're doing something, <laughs> but it isn't necessarily the, the piece that, that we're even working on. So then right. you have, then you have to step you in have to and reorient like, them. All right, look, this is what we're actually working on, you know, yeah. but yeah, I had this uh, student once who, a uh, big, big fun guy, like just kind of a big uh, dorky guy who likes stuff, you know, and always excited. Uh, and he had an uncle who was, um, uh, uh, Green Beret and um, he really ad admired his uncle you know and um, he told he's told me a story that he had asked his uncle once or he told his uncle once I wish I could know everything you know but not have to have gone through it all mm -hmm. and his uncle said well it would all be useless then and he's like, well, no, but I just want to know, like, you know, how you set bombs and how you do all the stuff you've done, you know? And he's like, but it would be useless. You couldn't do it. It wouldn't work. It doesn't work that way, you know? And it's just so funny that, like, his uncle's trying to give him a real truth, which is like, if you're not going to use these skills, you, you won't be good at them. You don't know how to apply them and, and what they're good for. And, like, that comes in the actual doing of it. And so there's no trick, you know? Like, we all want to, like, read 12 books and be Batman. You know what I mean? Like, oh, right. you know, give me the best 12 books and then I'll know Tai Chi and Ninjutsu and, you know, Aikido and all the magic martial arts and then I'll be Batman. But it just doesn't work that way. 
Yeah. I just think it really comes back to like this concept of like, um, like taking shortcuts. Like I think that we, cause we're humans and we're always trying to find the best, fastest, most efficient way to become the best, fastest guy. Like, <laughs> and so like that, the, I wish I could know what you know without having to do it is like, I wish there was a shortcut to me right. to get, to have all the knowledge that you have. And I think it's the same. Like I think about this a lot when people talk about wanting to, um, retrofit Aikido to, uh, you know, to MMA and, and be able to use, like, I want to see an Aikido guy who can use Aikido in MMA. And it's like, I think what you're saying is I want to be the special different guy or I want someone to be a special different guy who like uses the Aikido cheat codes and beats all the MMA guys. Like, I, like, I, I feel like that's kind of what you're saying without, without saying it. Um, and what you really want, like, I, I think that, that MMA has proven that like they, we've, we've basically found the systems that work really well right. for that context Yes. and to get really good at that, you go and you, you study those systems. Yes. So, but I think that it's, so it's always funny to me when people are like, I want to get Aikido and put it in there and, you know, see how people could and, beat other people with Aikido. And it's as like, it goes along, we're even starting to shed those systems. Like, so, you know, like you right. could say like, right. you know, uh, Greco-Roman, uh, freestyle wrestling, uh, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, um, you know, maybe some Western boxing, right? You could, you could easily nail out the systems that are like, oh, they, they tend to be successful in MMA. But the truth is people who are just interested in MMA go to MMA specific right. gyms right. That are and they, learning, right. yeah, and they don't have to learn all the extra shit right. that They've you don't need. They've shaved out all That's the other right. stuff. That's exactly right. Because there's a bunch of stuff that, yeah, you know, right. for, for the... And then, you know, like if you don't understand the martial artist side of it, like the intellectualizing this stuff, then you say, oh, that's stuff you didn't need. It's like, no, you did need that shit. For the other sports, because the other sports context required those kinds of things. Right. But MMA doesn't. And MMA is not the same context as whatever, you know, fighting your neighbor in the garage or whatever it is you're doing, you know? Right. You have some rough neighbors. Right I was going to say, you got a pretty uh, cool garage happening. Yeah, but yeah they don't know, think they'd stand a We chance. know you uh, put a little dojo in it. Um, so, so we have in our school, uh, the theory, uh, class, and then we have practice and application. And I'm wondering, uh, and I'll ask Maya, Chris, just because you don't, you're teaching the class and don't necessarily get to do a lot of the drills and things. Yeah. Is there a difference in your mentality, in the way that you approach the two classes? Or are there differences that you see or you feel in in the two classes and in, in either the types of things you're doing, how you're you're doing it? Because I think this is also, I think uh, there's a reason that some people that that some people struggle with some of the drills and things that we do uh-huh. um, is because they are coming at it from there's a transition that needs to be made or there's a change, a mental something between um, the intellectual, the, the, in, the, the uh, theories class and the practice class. And I think there's a, a block that is still there for, for some people that makes it difficult to do some of the things that, that we're doing. So I'm wondering like how you, because for me, they're two completely different. Like, yeah. Are things. you, are you asking me now? Yeah. yeah you're yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. me now. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think just because I tend to be more thinky, um, 
and and I've done many more classes in the traditional Aikido style, which is the, you know, the theory and technique class that we do, that when I'm trying to approach the other class, I've got to go like, as soon as I start to get caught in minutia, you know, mm-hmm. so like if we're doing a drill or something and I'm like, oh, wait, how did I do that? I don't like I don't, you know, I don't stop myself from going, let me do that one time slow, but I don't stand and talk about it too long or go like, okay, wait, sensei, can you, you know, where in the other class I'd be like, hey, wait, sensei, can you come over here and show me the like real details of this thing? Because I want to make sure that I understand. I, I find that in the other, the, the practice class, I, I, I have to stop myself from doing mm-hmm. that. And I just go, no, just do it. Just do it. So this <laughs> like, is the thing that, that I, I, think, I, have to remind I think happens. Like, I think that people are trying to, um, especially in the kind of Rondori stuff. Yeah. I think people are trying to, they're still trying to to intellectualize. They're trying to intellectually do the thing. Right. Instead of just like dropping all of that existing, having the thing unfold. Yeah, just have the experience. And then figuring it out on, on the back end. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the only way to make it happen. And when I'm doing it, especially for like the Rondor, actually for any of it, it's like all of the, like this part is sh- just shut down. This part being my brain. Primal, pre-primal. My brain part uh, is just shut down. There's no... None of that is anything. And if you wanted to ask me about anything that happened in the 10 seconds or however long, I can't tell you. Oh, yeah, I, definitely I might be able to come back later and, like, whatever. Um, even a lot of times when we're doing the, um, the like, footwork drills or drills where we're moving in specific ways and hitting, I'll, I have a, a very hard time um, if Chris is, like, asking for something that isn't already programmed into my physical body to do. I have a really hard time shifting through that because it takes the intellectual brain to go back and reprogram. And so a lot of times I'll hit the way that I know is most comfortable and already work, like my body just does it. So um, I think that's a very different type of and style of training than on the flip side, yeah. than on the other class. Yeah. Yeah. And so that for me has been a really, is, is a, uh, I think it's the way you should approach that, which is like, I'm just doing what my body yeah. wants to do. But being aware that sometimes uh, and your body might not want to do the right thing, so your instructor might push you to do something that feels weird, and then you're going to have to switch gears back. So, so this thing you're describing, uh, I think, is is what the real role of a coach is. Yeah. And, and it's the coach's job is to be the intellect, and your job is to be the unconscious. And so the coach should watch you and say, that's wrong, that's right, and then correct you accordingly. And all the corrections don't come really in the form of like, hey, what you need to understand is that if you move to the left, blah, 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 it's no, move your feet this way, move your feet that way. That's what they tell you. Like, yeah, do this, al- do that. It's almost like, like so like the way that we approach most Aikido classes is like, it's a classroom, right? And you raise your hand, you go, you know, sensei, right. I need help with this. And you come over and you have a little conversation or they show you something. It's a, like a classroom. But like when you're training training and it's like, you know, like our second class that we're talking about right now, exactly what you're saying, which is like, I shouldn't be worried about my development consciously. Right. Like That's right. I shouldn't be going, oh, sensei, I'm, I'm clearly having trouble. Can you help me with this? It's none of like you go, oh, Maya's having trouble. So we're going to develop a drill that will make her slow down and do this thing right. Right. But that's your job. Right. And I have to re- like allow you to, to step in. Right. And, and do when that. you have trouble, it could be because you just haven't got enough reps in right. to do it right yet. Right. And so like, you know, if you're always stopping yourself going, I don't actually understand it because I'm not doing it right I'm yet. I'm preventing. 
preventing it's myself. Like, yes, you're preventing yourself from doing it. Like, right. just keep getting your reps in because I guarantee you 15 more reps in, you'll be doing it. You right. know what I mean? And so, right. like, that's the, like, that's what that kind of class is. And so, like, that's like Mike Tyson saying, just do this. Mm-hmm. And that's what right. he wanted the guy, to just do that. And just if the guy just does in, it, yeah. he'll figure it out. But the guy wants to go, like, well, would the would the fractal angle for right. the deflection of this vector actually be? I <laughs> And I think it's because he sees Mike Tyson as someone who can do this thing amazingly. So he thinks that Mike Tyson has to have some secret, uh, secret yep. like yes. that he understands. Oh well, if I just step this shortcut. way, more the shortcut. Yeah, but Mike Tyson doesn't know no. that. Yeah, because no, no one has it. Mike Tyson just did it. You seen that fucker training? Training like a beast, you know. And, and like, the shortcut is the long cut, which is training. That's right. That's exactly like right. actually training that's and exactly not right. raising your hand and in this the middle is, of class. This bunch. is the thing I think that like the internal martial arts community often doesn't get. And look, look, whatever, whatever, you know. So, so there are some things that are, you know, I'm not saying all internal martial arts is illegitimate, but what I am saying is that they think that there's a trick that's going to make them amazingly skillful, and there's not. Mm-hmm. It's just training. When you get trained, you will look like an internal martial artist because you will effortlessly do awesome things. Right, right, and the truth is, right. Even if, if, even if you were, I mean, there's all. Even if, let's say, what they were, the internal martial artist had this thing, you still have to train that thing, whatever it is that they're doing. Right, right, right. Right, like you can't just talk about it and then go, "All right, I know how to do it now." You would still have to do a bunch, do a bunch of it. Right, you know. And 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 I'll just add this caveat: while there are exceptions to this. The closer your training looks to the thing you're trying to do, the more efficient it it's, will be. Yeah. And there are some exceptions to that. But for the most part, you know, if you're like, um, you know, dancing on the edge of a cliff wearing a red shirt at uh, 431 and that's the magic thing you need to do, it's probably not going to help you punch someone in the face that much better. Mm-hmm. Now, there might mm-hmm. be some standout things, but what I'm saying is a lot of people who do martial arts want to do these weird fucking esoteric practices that aren't actually helping them, you know? That they mm-hmm. think will help right. them on and, the flip side, on something else, yeah. And it's because the non-esoteric practices they think are esoteric, right? So, like, I remember, like, standing in Santi, right? Like, standing in this position that you stand for a long time. That was magical. Makes your legs fucking strong. That's what it does. Makes your legs fucking strong. Strong legs are good. I wonder how many of those practices are that, which is just like, it's really straightforward, or the other side, which is like, it's getting your mind right. Like a lot of the esoteric practices mm-hmm. where you, you know, wake up early or drink a bunch of water or do some deep paint squats, a paint a fence, right? Like, it's just like shit to like get your mind right. Like, get you know get out of your head so do some movement drink some water get grounded and centered and do a little meditation and then feel better about yourself in like a, <laughs> in a good school it's probably 33 percent um that that it's like getting your head right yeah 33 percent like actually simple but you've made it into something that it's not right and then 33 percent pure bullshit from someone <laughs> right like uh, yes. that's can't forget school. the pure bullshit you gotta have the, bull- some pure the bullshit, bullshit. Right. I, i've seen some people recommend shit that i'm like that's not gonna do a goddamn thing for that person <laughs> but sometimes you need that bullshit just to keep you going i i think yeah well you charge extra for that bullshit the the, right. the absolutely useless stuff you're that's like the, oh, that's the only poop let touch certain seminar. people study that's this the poop touch seminar. yeah yeah <laughs> And here's a question about the I'm not we won't <laughs> I was just trying to uh the like Run walk through it. what the poop touch seminar 
would be if we were just just having to do it just yeah like how would you fill an hour yeah well i mean you got to give them time to eat a little bit more right (laughs) first we have a big lunch yeah this podcast has gone blue, you suckers. I know, yeah. I know. As it, as it always happens. But. It's just a really hard pill to swallow that like... If you're you a thinky person. If you're a thinky person. No, it's not. See, that's this is my whole thing no, about but, it. Well, maybe like you're it, not a thinky person not, then. Uh, I mean... <laughs> but it shouldn't be... Like, it shouldn't be... You you're should, right, it shouldn't be. You should be. just be able to go like, this is... I approach this... I am a martial artist, so this is how I look at it. And that be totally fine. Yes. And not be like, yes. I'm a martial arts. This is how I look at it. And also, I will destroy you or like whatever. It, who, who the fuck cares? I, I, I totally agree that it should be straightforward. But I think so many people, especially super thinky people, like if you're a very thinky person, you probably grew up feeling a little bit like, wish I was a little more physical. Wish I was a little bit better at like, you know, using my body and defending myself. And it's, and that's and that's how people start martial arts. And so, of right. course, they, they have this like deficit that they feel they need to fill and so then they go like well i'll use my thinkiness and it'll make me better my body and then we all win hooray you know but it's not a bad plan and if you do it right it works but if you do it wrong you end up with like seven black belts and you still don't know anything right right but you might still feel really great about yourself you might know a whole lot you just can't do it can't do anything right Right. exactly right Right. and that's the 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 rub of it all yeah because it's fine i mean my, my point is that it's fine to know a whole bunch. Sure, like, nothing wrong with Knowledge that. for itself, totally awesome. Like, I have a bunch of it. Um, okay, John. No. You know? Well. <laughs> I'm just saying I know no. a lot of stupid shit that, right. like, yeah. who, no one who cares about. And I, and but I it's feel a lot of like, fun. Yeah. I also feel like martial artists are, are like that. Those, the, that... That is part of what it means to be a martial artist. That is part of what it means to have a martial art is that thing. And so, like, there's nothing wrong with it. There shouldn't be anything wrong with it. There should be no, no, nothing wrong with, like, asking Mike Tyson, like, hey, how do you step in and and do that like that? And if he has a cool answer, great. Right, right, right. The problem is... When you don't know that's what you're doing, you know, when right. when you're asking that question first and not realizing that like, oh, I, what I really need to do is just go and punch if that's what I'm really wanting to know. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the heart of the martial, martial art or the, the art part of it. All right. What, uh, anything else on this uh, glorious topic? Is it, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was a pretty good conversation. Yeah, that's a and, good one. and not that's different than many that we've had before, but I also think slightly we, we, different. We have like 233 episodes of us saying the same shit. Yeah. Yep. I bet if you go back, the, if and no one's going to do this, but you could probably find us saying the, the same, same like the exact yeah. same lines uh, in multiple. You could probably just put an entire episode together. That's just us saying the same thing. You over could uh, get meta and, and then over then count how many 15. times we talk about how we always talk about the same thing. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, we talk, we talk about how we talk. I know, right. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. <laughs> we have a list of our patrons over there. Uh, very shortly, yes. We're uh, we're at 44 minutes. It's okay, just a little bit minutes. short, but that's, uh, that's respectable. I mean... You know, it's funny. Uh, when we first started this podcast, we had set like a 45-minute limit I or think something. That was it. It was and, and then it's just funny to watch it bleed out yeah. over time, you know? Yeah, I think for a while, sometimes we would put out like 30, 35-minute episodes yeah, some sometimes. Quickies. Yeah, some quickies. 
I think that's fine too. We really like to pontificate. These well, things. right, yeah, and I also yeah, feel if there's like, any questions about what kind of people we are, yeah, yeah. I also feel like our listeners, um, they really value what we give to them, and so like I don't want to feel like we cheat them either. Yeah, like cheat them out of a whole week of cheat listening. Them up, I, know. I know. Speaking of that, shaking their fists now. <laughs> a whole. I uh, can see the pitchforks down the street. I, I was like, God damn it, they're coming. Excuse me, I saw a bunch of messages saying, they were nice. "Hey, they're very hey, nice. hope Josh feel is okay. well, like whatever." So yeah, um, well, thank you very much, especially to uh, to all of our listeners, but especially to our Patreon sponsors. Um, they they make it possible for us to keep doing this uh, week after week. Uh, apologies for missing, but. Thank you so much to Danielle Pinzuti, Quan Ding Chen, uh, Tim Jim Sullivan, William Glenn Hunt, Spain Abney, Logan Rokujuku Nage is a secret technique. Heinrich Rokujuku Nage, um, Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, the Dirt Wasp Podcast, Nagami Nage You. Oh, I wonder who threw who. J Food. That is all. PDFC Pretty Decent Fighting Championship. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one i'm in yes i feel uh, like i think i fought a couple matches oh man i want yeah. i would wear that shirt Dude, i would wear that pretty, shirt pretty, pretty i would decent. wear that shirt forever pretty okay wait decent. i kind of want to design that shirt right now okay pdfc pretty dc decent fighting championship I like that. <laughs> all right uh yarrow assistant to the regional manager madrona uh ampersand brooke ferragamo ben bear wrestler aldrich tommy Siv, francis cordone Two things true at once. Fourth Dan, fourth Dawn achieved after 30 years. Still unable to apply Aikido in a live situation. <laughs> well, <laughs> still, still good. We, we've been there, bud. Yeah. We feel that. Yeah. Uh, Dave Dubray, Sension Center, Barrett Lippi, Sam Sullian, Ocon Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford, and Grant, Grant Templin. All right. Um... Tip of the week? You got a tip of the week for, for people? No, just do it. Just, just do it, yeah. Do it. Go buy your Nike, Nikes, like... start start jogging. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just mean, like, I, I think we're probably all more on the... If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on the thinky side of things. So, like, be less thinky, and that's just, like, sh- save the thinking for after class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, you know, when you're talking, like, having a chat with your sensei. Otherwise, don't start the chat and just keep working at it. Um to give yourself, like, maximize your actual time on the mat with partners and yeah, doing stuff. Yeah, I think stuff. that's a, a very good... I think just that, yeah. I think that's a good uh, good thing. I think recognizing it generally first, you know. But, yeah. Um, it, if it is that way, then then really working. Just do it. Just do it. You know, I just have a random thought in my head. I yeah. mean, it, it's just is whatever. Yeah, but, okay. so, you know... We have a vernacular that we use for Aikido, and it's yeah. it's not unlike the majority of Aikido out there, but there are certain things we say that, you know, I know are different. Mm-hmm. You know, some schools say um, tori instead of nage. Some people say, uh, you know, just different yeah. little little things you say. And so I, I, I'm, I'm curious if we have any listeners who have a style of Aikido that's vernacular is fairly different than ours, like for some some mm-hmm. words, you know. Um, like, you know, so like instead of saying gyakute dori, like we say gyakute dori, yeah, yeah. they maybe say like um, aihan mi katate dori, right? right? And so, yeah. yeah, or kosadori, right? Exactly. And so like, so, but they, they've listened to the podcast so much that now that doesn't seem weird uh-huh, to uh-huh, them to uh-huh. say it that way. Because to me, you know, like I've had that with teachers that they say something weird and I'm like, ooh, that's weird. And then after like well, a couple months, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's that's, that's a reasonable way to say yeah. that, you know, like. 
Yeah, I also wonder, like, for our listeners that are not located in the U.S., like, or maybe if you are located, but you're you're a, just a different like dialect, or, um, different part, yeah, d- or whatever. Like, what are some of the words that are not even Japanese words that we use that are super fucking weird to you guys? Like, yeah, we say stuff, and I'm just like, oh man, that's a weird slang term that that's we just use. Like, right, right. Maybe maybe that doesn't maybe make sense Coast, to someone from California, New Zealand maybe, yeah, or. Yeah. Well, I remember you know. when we were in our millennial kick, someone uh-huh. had sent an email, and they were like, they were like, oh, it took me a while to understand what a millennial was because like they're not from here, and that's right. that's a United States right, thing, right. you know. And so yeah. like, I, that's interesting because I'm just stupid and hadn't occurred to me that it's like, well. A boom of you know children only happened here didn't necessarily happen you know right everywhere else yeah so if so you, yeah write to uh, us yeah write in let us know yeah, what's I'm, the I'm thing just curious what I'm are curious. the what are the the pieces that yeah stuff that we talk about differently that um that maybe are, are, are fine now i was listening to this guy the other day from the midwest and he was saying uh, that guy's a, a fifth dan and that guy's a fourth dan and that guy's a and you know i i, I it was irritating to me for a second and i was because it's dawn of course you right. know <laughs> but it's like man my pronunciation's so <laughs> terrible like why am i picking right. on right. this guy right like actually it's funny we were filming videos this morning and you said something and then you corrected yourself and said it in the like the like the correct like japanese uh-huh. way and it cracked me up because i just did the same thing right now reading someone said don and i i said dan no wait don and like if your mo if your brain is in like english speaking mode then right. you might accidentally say a japanese word in an english way right, but you, right, you right. know how to say it in, a, in japanese yeah. so well, i think i said like haragi or something i don't yeah. know yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. said like like hara and i was <laughs> like you mean uh, like haragi yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, and yeah. Really, I think your point to the point is like it doesn't. You it know, doesn't really super. We're matter, all right? y'all like, know what I'm saying now. Yeah. I'm not. You are not a uh, a uh, native Japanese speaker, and and not probably even a fluent Japanese speaker. Oh no. So, um, <laughs> yeah, where you're standing, who knows? Anyway, write in because we'd love to hear that. Write yeah. in anyway because yeah. we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun, and then uh, we'll do this again yeah we will ne- next week i think <laughs> i'm not there's no question i mean yeah we will yeah